This is KVNF Mountain Grown Community Radio. I'm Cassie Knust. This is your regional newscast for Tuesday, January 30th. URA Police Chief Jeff Wood has been placed on paid administrative leave following criminal accusations against his stepson and two others for the alleged rape of a 17-year-old girl at Wood's home. The city administration and URA Police Department confirmed the decision on Facebook, citing ongoing criminal proceedings. Sergeant Gary Ray will serve as the acting police chief during Wood's absence. The specific reasons for Wood's administrative leave were not disclosed. The leave will continue until the resolution of criminal charges, including potential trial outcomes or drop charges. The URA Plain Dealer reports that community members have called for Wood's resignation, but he has not publicly addressed the case. Representative Mark Catlin is backing a bill that would cut access to poison linked to suicides. House Bill 1081, which seeks to regulate the sale of highly concentrated sodium nitrite, would limit access to commercial purchasers with verified needs. The bill would also require explicit poison labeling. The Montrose Daily Press reports that advocates, including David Ramirez, went before the Colorado House Business Affairs and Labor Committee recently, urging support for the bill, after David's daughter Noelle ingested deadly sodium nitrate purchased online. State health officials have recorded 31 deaths by sodium nitrite, with the first coming in in 2018. If you or someone you know is considering suicide or other acts of self-harm, please contact Colorado Crisis Services by calling 1-844-493-8255 or text TALK to 38255 for free, confidential, and immediate support. Residents in Montrose may have to continue traveling beyond the county for recreational marijuana purchases. Currently, there is one medical dispensary on the south end of town, just before leaving Montrose County. Rocky Mountain Cannabis had approached the city recently about a potential ballot measure to legalize recreational marijuana sales, but the company decided to step back before the city council could consider the ordinance. The petition was brought forth to us. It was accepted as to form. However, they have not submitted the requisite amount of signatures or any signatures for that matter. So with that, there will not be an ordinance for the excise tax before you this evening. It will be on the agenda, but it will be pulled from the agenda. That was Chris Dowsey, Montrose's city attorney, speaking to city council during the last work session meeting on January 16th. City officials expressed excitement about the potential partnership, but the company determined that the timeline for the April ballot was too tight. Here's Councillor Dave Frank. I think it's important for the citizens to recognize that we are cognizant of that potential for that issue and that I think it's very important that we have laid this groundwork and kind of set our minds toward what would happen and what we need to do in order for this to be an acceptable practice. Rocky Mountain Cannabis plans to pursue the process for the spring of 2026. The company would need to gather the required signatures within the next five months. While city councilors have the option to legalize the sale of marijuana on its own, it's unlikely. In 2013, 70% of Montrose voters rejected legalizing recreational dispensaries. City manager Bill Bell told the Montrose Daily Press that it would be difficult to justify overriding this public decision without the community's input. As previously reported on KVNF, Integrated Insight Community Care, located in Delta, has been experiencing issues with Rocky Mountain Health Plans, owned by United Healthcare. Issues include non-payment for Medicaid billing, as well as claims that Integrated owes $1.7 million to the insurance provider. KVNF's Lisa Young has the latest on this ongoing story, including a recent attempt by Rocky Mountain Health Plans to sever all Medicaid contracts with Integrated claiming patient safety issues. 
On January 18th, Western Slope counties served by Integrated received a notice from the Department of Health Care Policy and Financing. The agency stated they received and are investigating concerns regarding patient safety at Integrated. The statement also mentioned the ongoing financial and operational business challenges at the mental health care provider. As a result of the ongoing investigation, Rocky Mountain Health Plans served a notice to the county health departments of its intent to immediately terminate its contract and payment with Integrated. In addition, an on-site visit by the state's Behavioral Health Administration took place at Integrated's headquarters in Delta. In response to the notice of contract termination, Integrated filed for and obtained an injunction prohibiting Rocky Mountain Health Plans from removing them from its provider network until a court hearing scheduled for Friday, February 2nd in district court. According to court documents, the actions by Rocky Mountain Health Plans would cause irrefutable harm to Integrated, resulting in the immediate termination or furlough of nearly 100 employees the termination of services to clients and render integrated insolvent. Integrated Insight Community Care CEO Joe Watts told KVNF that he believes the termination of contracts was in retaliation for going public about its billing issues with Rocky Mountain Health Plans. Watts says the issue may result in selling the business in order to keep vital mental health care on the western slope. They have done exactly enough to to destroy us so we are going to look at an acquisition to preserve everybody's jobs preserve the care of these clients and preserve the mission of integrated in an email reply united healthcare stated that rocky mountain health plans is working closely with the state of colorado other providers and partners to ensure that people affected by this termination do not experience a disruption in care United Healthcare added that Rocky Mountain Healthcare Plans has established a dedicated call center to assist members and caregivers. For KVNF, I'm Lisa Young. Aspen's own Alex Ferreira took home X Games gold last night with a win in the men's ski superpipe competition. Kaya Williams has more on the event at Buttermilk Mountain. This is Ferreira's third X Games gold medal. He also has two silver and two bronze medals, all in the Superpipe event. But it's been a while since he stood on top of the podium here at Buttermilk. After his last X Games win in 2020, he landed near the bottom of the field in 2021. He opted out of the X Games the year after that to rest and recover from injury before the Olympics and had a rough crash in 2023 finishing in eighth out of eight athletes. In an interview last night, Ferreira said it was a beautiful feeling to be back on top. The event went just like he dreamed it would. Some of his young fans from the Aspen Valley Ski and Snowboard Club were pretty stoked to see it too. So how did it feel to see Alex Ferreira, who also did AVSC, win a gold medal tonight? Parker, Jens, and Scott are all nine years old and all freestyle skiers. They say it feels pretty good to see athletes like Ferreira soaring to new heights in their hometown. Does it make you feel like you could do that someday? Yeah. Yeah. Ferreira won the Superpipe competition with tricks like a 1620. That's four and a half rotations. His fans are working up to it with 180s, 360s, and tail grabs. From the Edless Neeson Arts and Culture Desk, I'm Kaya Williams. This wraps our regional newscast for today. I'm Cassie Knust. 
As always, you can email in story ideas, feedback, and questions to news at kvnf.org. The KVNF newscast airs Tuesday through Friday each week at 8 a.m. and again at 5.50 p.m. following All Things Considered. Thanks for listening to and powering KVNF, your mountain-grown community radio.